Hey, I'm Sugar Ray Leonard, the man of the hour, and uh, had a great conversation with Justin. And uh, something may happen pretty soon. I, I'm not going to tell you, but something may happen. And it's good, though. It's fun. <laughs> Hey everyone, this is Justin Crawford, and thank you for clicking on this episode of the Men of the Hour podcast. Today I'm joined by boxing legend, philanthropist, and motivational speaker, Sugar Ray Leonard. And boy, does he share a lot of great thoughts throughout this entire conversation. We had such a great time chatting about his life in and out of the ring, why he's always been such a giving person, and what simple things can make our lives so much happier than we could have ever imagined. I'm excited and proud to present this episode to you by Good Life Clothing. For anybody who doesn't want to be defined by a label or logo, but appreciates quality and simplicity, Good Life Clothing produces ultra-premium basics that will be a staple of your wardrobe. Good Life salutes the individuals who are living as their authentic selves, and through their lines of t-shirts, henleys, hoodies, and so much more for men and women, this clothing line is thoughtfully designed for flattering fits and made from the finest fabrics to keep you comfortable and looking good throughout your entire journey. As they like to say, concentrate on what matters and enjoy your good life. One of the best things about this brand and why I wanted to work with them was the fact that I know each of you listening right now are probably really busy, especially as we go forth the next three months of the latter part of the year. And I want you to be able to enjoy your good life. There's so much happening in the world and I don't think any of it's really going to stop. And if you're like me, you don't want to add another random thought of your busy day to having to think about what you're wearing. Am I right? Good Life wants you to look good and feel good, which is one of the main reasons of good, simple fashion. I had so much fun getting to know their team, y'all, and something that they told me the other day was that they understand that everyone's idea of their own quote-unquote good life is unique, and they want to make sure that you stay looking great while achieving that. In my opinion, this is a brand that really cares about you. Plus, everything feels so great from their plain t-shirts to their button-ups. It's all here for you. I want you all to check out their clothes today at www.goodlifeclothing.com. And when you shop around, just be sure to use the code MENOFTHEHOUR for 20 freaking percent off. This code isn't going anywhere as you will hear me rave about Good Life for a very long time. And they'll also be back for another episode this season. If you're not going to use it, text the code MENOFTHEHOUR to a friend or loved one who you think might. And remember, that's 20% off, my friends. Now, here comes a great conversation with Sugar Ray Leonard, and I hope you guys are inspired, laugh a lot, and learn something new. Oh, and that surprise Ray mentioned in the beginning of his introduction? Yeah, that's going to be a fun thing to find out. Here we go. Let's get right into it. So I think you've spent plenty of time in and out of the ring you know, fighting people and, and doing the whole boxing thing. But I know that something had to have been on your mind for a very long time that this was going to be how it played out for you. But I wanted to ask that to you first. Did you did you foresee your future of boxing and your life to be played out this way that it has so successfully over the years? You, you know, Justin, I, I've been a very blessed man. I mean, I've been a fighter for what, 50 years. And to have come out of the ring unscathed pretty much Mm. Uh, that's a blessing, man. And now to reciprocate, to give back, to make a difference with someone else's life uh, or part of that life, it's, it's a wonderful thing, man. It's very, it feels good. Yeah. And I think that's something that, I mean, I call this the quote unquote, if you're watching uh, the feel good podcast, because I think something that is important to note about the most influential men in the world like yourself is that you end up going down this path of using your influence for good. When was that pivotal moment for you though? I want to, you know, I'm, I'm curious to know what, like maybe what year was it? Or was there a particular moment for you where you told yourself, 
you know what, it, it's time for me to take all of this extraordinary brand and career that I built throughout boxing and, and so on and so forth, and now turn it into something like you had said to, to do good with it. Well, from day one, the minute I was born, my mother and father injected in me to give back, to always try to help someone else out. So that's been embedded in my mind and my heart from day one. Mm. Uh, they've always said, don't ever forget where you came from. And I think that's a big factor in how I, how, how I'm, I react to things I do. Mm. I just try to give back. Can you give us a better understanding on the thought process, though, when you're making decisions in life? This is actually really interesting. I didn't think we would start um, going deeper into this conversation. But I feel like when people make decisions in life, knowing that it's rooted in a better cause or a bigger purpose, similar to how I'm sure you grew up, is that something you have to stop and tell yourself, like, I'm doing this because I know it's for the better good, or I know there's a purpose behind it, or just it's muscle memory at some point? It's like muscle memory. It's, uh, mm. it, it's again, you know, just, it just it's, it's embedded in me. It's, it's who I am and, and who I turn out to be. Mm. The fact that, you know, with diabetes, I mean, my father was diabetic. Um, my friends, either they were or their kids were or their friends were. However, mm. um, that was one of those things, what factors that I said, you know what? I want to, I want to help. I want to be a part of this. And that's how it happened to me. Just all of a sudden. Mm. And we'll talk more about that here in just a moment, Ray, with your boxing career though, I got to ask you about when you started to win more matches. And when you went throughout the career of boxing, this idea of winning, I think is what people are constantly chasing. And I wanted to bring this up as a talking point because I, I, I know I'm guilty of it. I think a lot of people are, it's like, I just want to win. I just want to be the best of the best. But how did you balance that? Um, you know, that, that thought maybe sometimes going into the ring or just pursuing everything that you were doing over the years, how did you balance that while knowing sometimes you aren't going to necessarily win? You know, that's a very good question. In fact, I, I, I do motivational speaking mm. for 30 years or more. Uh, and I use boxing fighting as a metaphor that, you know, life is a fight. No question about that for your health, for your respect, for your job, for your kids, for your family. All boxing or fighting is always, always there, always present. Mm. And so, but as me as a boxer and fighter, in the ring, you know, I believed I could win. I always believed I could win if I did my due diligence. I did the road work. I did the, you know, all those things. Mm. Uh, and now me and life itself, you know, life is still a fight. And it's a fight that for the most part we can win if we mm -hmm. give, it, give it our all. What about life makes it a fight? Because that's so true, but break that down for us if you don't mind. In your eyes, what has made this a fight for you? Because nothing in life is easy. I mean, mm. happy is not easy. Uh, being successful is not easy. I mean, everything, every, again, I'm, I'm trying to simplify this. Everything in life, you got to fight for. You got to fight for the respect that you should be getting from people in general. Mm. Um, you got to fight. I mean, you're going to work, uh, taking care of your kids, taking care of your family. 
take care of your, your friends. I mean, all these things are factors. And uh, I don't know, I, it, this is the way I am because if you met me, I'm not as like rugged and tough and everything. I'm, I'm so simple. My wife couldn't believe I was a fighter for so long because she said, you, you look so, she called me wimp. <laughs> She called me a little. <laughs> yes, she did. I, you shocked? I was shocked when she said that. And she ain't calling you sugar yet. It's getting close. It's getting close. Yeah, come on. I think I'm closing in now. You know? is, she called you a wimp. Yeah, she called me a wimp. And 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 because she, I was like, oh, you know, ah, I don't, do, I don't do those things. You know, this is who I am. But in that ring, Justin, in that mm. ring, I was pretty tough. Yeah. I admire so much of what you've done. You know, I think that's a lot of the times what people are, um, they're, almost, they're, they're misperceived. You know, people would think you'd be this rugged, tough man that does nothing but fight people, keep an aggressive attitude. And it's the opposite. I'm, I'm so and humble. Um, again, I appreciate and uh, I cry. I mean, you know, yeah. when there's reasons. And, uh, you know, I, listen, put it this way. I... I am what I am in the in the ring. I, I'm tough, but outside mm. the ring, I'm respectful. I, I try to be remain respectful, and you know what? It's so simple yet so hard. I think it's difficult. You're exactly right. It's difficult to play both ends. I yeah. you know there's a spectrum here of personality that I think you're alluding to, and many times people are trying to be one or the other. Tell us how you can achieve being both. You can be the aggressive, the rugged sometimes, and you know, the stern, but then also you you need the soft-hearted one that can cry. When it's needed. And you know, sometimes you gotta stand up for what you believe in. You have to believe in or or, or speak up. Mm. You can't be quiet. And like I, you know, sometimes I don't heed my own advice. But I, I normally when things bother me sometimes, I'll keep it inside of me. Uh -huh. that's, that's not good. You should vent. You should mm. let go of whatever's bothering you. And it could be as petty or as significant. I mean, but you just have to let go of it. Mm. It's toxin. It's toxin. Let, let go of that. Mm -hmm. Or sit in a sauna and let it let the toxin sweat out. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that's right. That's right. You know, it's a that could be half the battle. The other. It's a different kind of sweat. But yeah. yeah. But you're right. It's toxic to leave any of that stuff inside. Who, who do you tell these things to? So when you're going through a rough day or if you can imagine your toughest loss in the ring, who was the first person you'd go to? Myself. My God. Mm. My God. You know, I, listen, I, you know, I was raised Baptist. Mm -hmm. and, uh, I prayed even when I was an amateur boxer, I prayed and I never, I've never prayed to win. I prayed no one got hurt. Even as a professional fighter, I never prayed to win. I prayed no one got hurt. Mm. And it's been, it's been, it's been nice. A little more on boxing, right? When it comes to a lot of the times that you were, whether or not you were fighting the person or you started watching these other matches over the years, do you think people went into that ring wanting to win more than to, to make sure no one else got hurt. I can't watch a boxing match, to be honest with you. Besides some of the tapes I've seen of you, I, I can't watch it without thinking to myself, oh my God, that's so much anger. Oh my God, he's about to get knocked out. Oh my God, that's so much blood. Control anger. It's, mm. control. it's composure. It's 
believe again, and I'm redundant upon this, it's from believing in yourself because if you don't, no one else will. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's what I call tunnel vision. Um, there's a lot of thinking involved from, from my perspective when I was in the ring. I, I break down you, like if I was fighting you tomorrow, mm. I would find out your weak points, and your strong points, and I would play to that. Play to that, yeah. It's very strategic of you. So if oh, we get in a ring together, you can whoop my ass. I hope you know that. No, no. How much you? How much do you weigh, by the way? Uh, one forty. No, one fifty. Okay. All right. No, no. I, <laughs> it's a good fight. Oh no, no. Maybe we can do an exhibition. I would love that. I'll teach you how to do backflips, so we can do, so we can like do the match and then do a back. I was a cheerleader, so I, I my backflip is my party trick. Okay. Okay. But I don't. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you get me on that treadmill behind you, Ray, and I'm going to teach you how to do backflip. Deal? All right. oh, absolutely. absolutely. Can, <laughs> can we get into this bigger picture of living a life of service for one moment? So I know you have um, the Sugar Ray Leonard Foundation, which we'll get to, and hopefully it comes into some of the things we're going to talk about now. But someone looks at you, or I would look at you rather. Let's 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 play it that way. I looked at you when I was researching, and I think to myself, this man has lived a life of service, which is why it was at the top of our conversation. And I'd asked you, was there any point in time or a pivotal moment? And you said it was when you were born. And I think that's a very special thing because a lot of people are still discovering how to find that in their life. Part of the reason I launched this podcast was I think, you know, very influential influential men like you are able to provide some insight as to how to maybe create that if they haven't yet already done so. Because you could imagine how many people are in jobs or living a life where they feel very selfish and it's because they're not necessarily giving as much as they're receiving, right? The, the definition of net positive essentially is that, you know, you give more than you take. And then we all know it comes to uh, twofold once you start giving more. But for you, I mean, you've already dedicated so much, especially after having gone through diabetes and, and ha- you know, your family, then to go and help other people in that area of their lives. How do you think if someone wanted to dedicate their life, you know, and be of service to other people, they could either begin to do so or from your experiences, maybe pick it up at any point? That, you know, my my answer to that is quite simple. It's just that you care. You actually have to care. I mean, nothing can work or nothing can, you can't be effective unless you care. Mm. And, um, again, I, I get this from my, my, my parents. Uh, and I get this from what I see. I mean, I see people reaching out, um, uh, making donations, things of that nature. I mean, you do what you can, mm. as much as you can. That, that's what you know you can just say hey are you okay i mean even saying that is let's say it costs nothing just be mm-hmm. nice just be nice to yourself and to others mm-hmm. this podcast episode with sugar ray leonard is sponsored by better help Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you to achieve your goals? I think all of us can relate to this somehow, and I certainly do, which is why I want to introduce you to this incredible therapy solution. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist that you can start communicating with in under 48 hours, which is one of the fastest turnarounds I think I've ever seen through an app like this. It's not a crisis line, and it's not self-help. It's the professional therapy done securely online for anyone who may need it. 
There's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas, and the service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime, send a message to your therapist, and get that conversation going at your convenience. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit around in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic messages that make it easy and free to change therapists if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline therapy and financial aid is available for those who need it. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life however you can today, which I want for you all as well. I don't think I could have thought of another brand to partner with me during the mid-roll spot of our podcast episodes this season, especially as we go into the end of the year. When things start changing all the time, a lot of us can get overwhelmed and look for that particular outlet, and I want you to consider BetterHelp. Visit their website and read all the testimonials that they post daily at betterhelp.com forward slash reviews. Now with our partnership, if you visit betterhelp.com, that's betterhelp.com forward slash men of the hour, you're going to be able to join over 2 million people who've taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people are using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. Here's a special offer I want to give to you right now if you're seeking the right next step. BetterHelp and I have partnered up to give you 10% off your first month when you head to www.betterhelp.com forward slash men of the hour. Take advantage of bettering your life today for whatever makes sense for you. It's never too late to start investing in yourself more and more, which is why I'm so thankful you're here on the Men of the Hour podcast. Let's get back to the episode. And then time is limited too. You know, we're 15 minutes into this podcast and I will go, we were, we were already halfway through this thing, but it's, it's true. And I, oftentimes for me, I mean, I'm 25, but I keep asking myself the question of like, when will we get to a point where everybody will want to help someone or ask that important question of, are you okay? You know, without thinking that they're going to get something out of it. If, if you had to give maybe an idea as to when that time would be, when is that? Do you think that it's always going to be an issue that we have? you know, not as much help and good in the world as we need? Well, I, I think I think everyone, I think everyone cares about someone at some point. Mm. Uh, I mean, it's, it's not easy to answer that type of question mm. because, I mean, we want the world, in fact, we want the world, we want our country uh, to be better than it is. Uh, the world to be better than it is, but um, you know, all all I do is pray, and all I do I do my I do my my due diligence mm-hmm. to, to make a difference, to make an impact. I made an impact. Check this out, Justin. I made it a huge impact in the boxing ring, mm. but I want to make an even larger impact by being someone that's saying, well, he wasn't only just a champion in the ring, but outside the ring too. I mean, that's as corny as that may sound. It's it's what I want in and out of the ring. Was there ever a point we're going to go between boxing and life here for a second. It was, did someone ever tell you something right in your mind that you, you were making an impact in that ring or did you know deep down that that was, you know, kind of what was being built? That was, that was a a natural thing just because of who my opposition is. Mm. Tommy Hearns, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hacker. I mean, that individual had a name, 
especially in this in the out of boxing. But uh, you know, I, we all have we all have a love for for winning mm. inside and outside the ring. So it's you know it's getting a bit complicated now because I'm, I'm I'm confusing myself. But I know it's real. I mean, you do what you do, but you, you also give back. Mm-hmm. Well, I give back. I want to give back. I want to help others. Yeah. And I think you love doing that too, which is mm-hmm. clear as day to see, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I feel good about that. You know what? When I, when I give something to someone, I mean, whether someone on the street, which I've done a zillion times, you know, I'm just doing that because, because I can, mm. because financially I can't, I gave, and I've given probably a, a million people on the street because I, I feel bad. I feel bad for them. Mm. To just keep giving. Just keep giving. And not and always not monetarily, but just sure. say, hey, are you okay? You okay? Mm. That kind of thing. Yeah. Because I think, did, did you ever tell yourself that that might have been your calling to do boxing and then now to do what you're doing? Without question, I, I think it's God gifted uh, to be a boxing a champion mm. and, and to, to inspire people, to help people to make a difference in, in their lives, just for, whether it's for an hour or a year, mm-hmm. to make a difference in someone's life. Just to say, hi, are you okay? Ask someone that. Are you okay? And I, I do that. I find myself, hi, how you doing? How you doing? I mean, I just want to ask you how you're doing. And that person lives on the street. I mean, that's 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 special to them. Mm-hmm. It really is. I feel. Yeah, one hundred percent. We're on your foundation. Where do you want to take it? I know you said that you want to keep doing it. You'll probably do it for a very long time, if not the rest of your life. But where where do you see it going from here? Justin, I'm going to do it until we knock out diabetes. Mm. I want part of that. I, until we knock out diabetes, until we understand and eradicate, knock out diabetes, I'm going to be there. Mm. And then educate us for a moment here. I think people, when they think of diabetes, it's often hereditary. And something I was thinking about, you know, when when we were planning to interview you, I was like, you know what? I feel like at some point we're, we need to be able to knock out diabetes and cancer and, you know, all these other hereditary diseases that people have sadly suffer through. And we all know someone with diabetes at this point, and it affects our life tremendously. But, and I'm sure you've been talking with a lot of doctors and, and coaches of people and such, and anybody who donates, I'm sure is somewhat affiliated with diabetes to some extent, but what's been the biggest shocking statistic to you since launching the foundation? Well, the fact is you can't, you, if you, if you look at me or look at Joe Blow or look at him or her, mm. don't know they're diabetic. Right. It's, it's, you, you, you couldn't tell for the most part. But it, it, again, you know, I just, want, I just want to be involved. I want to be a part of that moment. And I hope it comes sooner than later. That moment when we say, no more diabetes, no more mm-hmm. diabetes. I want to be a part of that. I want my, yeah, I want my hands raised when they say that. Just like he did in the ring, folks. Hands were up, right? When you put them belts on. 
exactly. I'm exactly. sure you're still strong as ever, man. I'm telling you, this exhibition run, you're gonna kick my butt, and it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting to watch. Just, just don't train because it's not necessary. If I'm gonna go up against someone like you in a ring, you kidding? I have to go train probably for six months. Just do that. Make sure you do this. <laughs> Oh, me gosh. All right. Can we talk about our children, our future for one moment? The reason I wrote this down is because I think someone like you, as much as you're investing into uh, the, the future of defeating diabetes and you're always giving to people, and I could only imagine how many people you've given money on the side of the street. I know that you have a passion for um, the upcoming generations and investing in future leaders of the world. So it's something I wanted to bring up for a few moments, but how important do you feel like it is to invest in children right now, upcoming generations? And then more importantly, how have you been able to do that and done so successfully? I'm sure. Well, every day I try to be a better father. I mean, um, you know, when I, my career started, naturally I was never, I wasn't home that often. I was always on the road and training mm -hmm. and that, but um, even today, you know, I have four lovely kids. Uh, all, of them, all of them are taller than I am. <laughs> but, uh, I just, you know, I, I naturally want to let them live their own lives and you don't want to force anything upon them, but just give them some courage, man, because this society, this, 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 what we live in today, it, it's so complicated. Mm. But let, let your kids be kids. And I learned that somewhat the hard way. You know, I just I learned to listen. My wife tells me this all the time. Learn to listen sometimes because a lot of times, you know, you don't give your kid a chance to talk or to express themselves or they feel, they feel, they, they feel you, they feel you, you know, they want to say so much. But my kids, they, they say what's on their mind. And I, I like that, but it's everything within reason. You know what I mean? Within mm -hmm. reason. There's no one thing that could happen that could make, like perfect because there's no perfect in life mm -hmm. you know i have great kids i love my kids and uh, i'm so proud of them mm. i love that and it all starts in the household and awesome. this beautiful house of yours with all these pictures and treadmills and weights you're making me want to go work out i feel bad i even did a workout this morning you haven't worked out i work out every day oh, no, no, oh i did mm-hmm so you're okay you're okay yeah Jeff. but you have it behind you i, I need weights behind me too I well i just finished working out you're a legend that's why so <laughs> here's what i have to say you brought up an incredible point which is listening and i always tell people you will get every answer you need if you just open your ears you know because oftentimes and i remember telling myself this growing up i think almost everybody wants to be seen heard and understood and you cannot get to that point with someone else until you listen and especially with children, you know, it starts in the household, like I'd said earlier. And, and, and people often now are saying that it's so complicated that it, they don't want to deal with upcoming generations or they're looking at the social media, TikTok, Instagram type children and all that shenanigans that they're getting into. But long behold, now I'm educating my family on maybe social media or like they think that I'm doing 17 million things when they weren't doing this many things at my age and similar to your kids. You know, it looks like this is such a complex, oversaturated generation and, and full of things that maybe could be distracting and stuff. But you could also learn, I think, a lot from what's happening through your kids. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I, I have conversations with my kids 
and sometimes I find myself telling them something, but then I don't, I don't do it myself. You know, I said, mm. don't, don't look at the uh, cell phone when you're driving. And then I catch myself. Mm. I can't say this to them, and I'm doing it. It's a lot of little things, a little and petty things sometimes. But uh, when when I admit to that, I say, I'm sorry because I, and I'm telling you what I'm doing. I don't, mm. you know. Baby steps. Life is what you say. Okay, baby steps. Exactly. And And it goes back to what you said earlier, which is life is a fight. It's not going to be easy, right? Especially when you have kids. You brought that up earlier too. Yes, yes. But you know, you know. But you know, I'm happy where I am. Mm. Do I want to get better? Absolutely. I always want to get better. And um, again, I always I'm redundant upon this, but life is indeed what you make it. I was going to leave you with this term called unconditional resilience. And then I started asking myself what the hell I even meant by writing that down. So instead, I want to ask you, Ray Leonard, how do you think you've gotten to such a comfortable place of happiness? I think people oftentimes are, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm good, I'm good, right? But I think you're actually happy and you're actually satisfied with what you've done with your life. And it's because you seem so intentional. But if you could walk us through quickly how you've done that for yourself. First of all, I have the most incredible wife, Bernadette. Uh, We've been married for, what, 29 years. Uh, She's an amazing lady. She saved my life when I was going that way Mm. and doing some crazy things. Uh, I have incredible kids. Uh, My mom still, my mom, she's 93. My dad passed away uh, a couple of years ago, 95. Uh, I have incredible friends. And uh, I'm enjoy talking to you. Oh, you too, my friend. My life is great, man. Yeah. And I, but sometimes I catch myself, I'll be complaining about, well, this is not going on right. This is not happening here. Uh, I, hey, just be quiet and, and go to work or do something for someone else. Or make someone else smile. Not even family, but someone else. Make someone else put a smile on their face. And whatever it takes to do that. I and that's love easy. That. Yeah. It's that, easy. Costs it, nothing. Cost nothing. Just say just say hi. How's your day? And it's who you keep around and your perspective. Everything you said is so crazy, amazing, and you're a legend. People love you. We've loved you for many, many, many years. And again, I can't thank you enough for this entire conversation we just had. Well, Justin, thank you. And uh, I won't knock you out, but you know, <laughs> you know you was in the ring with me. The next time you all catch Ray and I together, we're going to be an exhibition match, and he might knock me the hell out. Not in the hay, but if I catch you on a backflip, maybe not. Absolutely. I'm sorry. (laughs) Thank you again, my friend. This was a fantastic interview. For sure. Thank you, man. Hey, it's Justin again. And before you exit this very episode, wherever you're listening, I want to say thank you for being here. I hope you learned something new and are leaving more inspired by the conversation you just heard. Men of the Hour is also on Instagram and YouTube at Men of the Hour Podcast, where you can find all of our video sneak peek exclusives and full episodes. Be sure to follow and subscribe and do all those great things so that we can stay connected. And right before you jump, I would love to hear from you if you would put a rating and review right here where you're listening. Until next Monday, continue taking care of yourself and building the best possible life.